You're listening to Radio Islam International, and this is Sabah al-Muslim. Uh, well, joining us for the Africa Report this morning is Dr. Mustafa Mehta, uh, the Dean of the Faculty of Languages at Somali National University, SNU, the Senior Research Fellow and Head of uh, Africa Desk, uh, of the Africa Desk at the Media Review Network, SA, or the MRNSA. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Dr. Mustafa. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. And Jazakumullah khairan for joining us, uh, uh, Professor Dr. Mustafa, and shedding some light on uh, our Africa desk this morning. And I started off the discussion a little while back, Dr. Mustafa, with Gulf Arab states still allowing a perpetuation of slavery. Now, slavery, of course, comes in different forms, uh, Dr. Mustafa Mita, this economic slavery, social slavery, but we see it is still rife, unfortunately, in many Arab countries, and the Gulf Arab countries are, seem to be, you know, taking the un- unfortunate lead in this matter. Oh, yes, and uh, it has reached a, 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 a level now that, you know, is affecting... Uh, um, uh, many countries across, you know, the continent. Uh, many of the victims, obviously, had been, you know, uh, uh, black Africa because of, you know, perhaps, you know, the, 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 the economic, you know, situations prevailing in many black African countries. So they fall, you know, uh, uh, prey to these guys, you know, they've got their agents on the ground across African countries who tell them that there is a good job, we can get you connected to a good job in Dubai or in Oman or in Saudi or, you know, any of these Arab countries where you get a lot of money. And people, they are, they are enticed, you know, by the, the salaries that they are told, which in most cases are not true in actual fact. You know, they are told money that, you know, they just dream of. And uh, when they get there, the first thing that happens is, you know, their 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 travel documents are are taken by the the so-called, you know, uh, bosses who then tell them uh, that uh, you 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 have to work. And uh, there, then, you know, when they've taken the passport, then the 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 treatment, bad treatment, you know, uh, 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 begins. And many people have, have actually, you know, uh, have been affected. Some have even died. Mm. And connected to that as well, in, 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 in Dubai, I've heard uh, of some Kenyan women who have actually lost their limbs, you know, uh, their internal organs. You know, so it is connected also to, to uh, uh, organ uh, 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 trafficking. Moving on to West Africa, uh, Professor Mita, we've seen Burkina Faso uh, recently declaring the French ambassador uh, persona non grata. Now, this is following Mali's lead. Uh, this is a ongoing, turbulent relationship that France seems to be having with its former colonies. Now, France, of course, uh, doesn't just have Mali and, and Burkina Faso. There are, there are many former French colonies on the continent itself. Uh, many of them, I would say, the, mo- the most 
of them being in, in the western part of Africa. But it seems that the, that the way France has dealt with its former colonies have been very different from the way Great Britain or Portugal uh, or even Italy for that matter, if you just consider Italy to be restricted to Libya or Somalia or somewhere, dealt with their uh, former colonies in the sense that France continued to maintain, even up to today, boots on the ground, whether or not directly but through the French Legion uh, or, or, or some other form of uh, direct governance. And, and we've seen that some countries, like Mali in particular, uh, seem to have had enough of it and, and declaring the French ambassador persona non grata a while back in Burkina Faso seems to be following in the same way. What, what's your opinion on that, Professor Mita? Really, uh, France has been a problem, uh, Molana. France has been a problem. And uh, wherever you know, uh, when they left their so-called uh, 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 colonies, uh, France did not actually leave. Mm. They enacted uh, laws, they passed laws and, and, and had their colonies, you know, sign on to uh, uh, documents that I think that time uh, the leadership then did not understand. And uh, things like, for instance, um, uh, uh, they, the French never allowed any of their colonies to do business, good substantial business with any other country uh, without first consulting them. So it's like a French former colony wants to do business with Great Britain, and uh, they, they, they will have, you know, to go via, you know, France. And uh, if France says, no, we, 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 they can invest, then they invest. If not, you know, they, they shouldn't invest. So they still, you know, this stranglehold on their, on their former colonies. And uh, that, with the leadership uh, renewal we are seeing, young men, more younger leaders coming into, into, into the play, uh, they are now unearthing these things and uh, cutting off, you know, ties and, and, and are breaking these agreements with France. And it's so embarrassing. Mm. Moving on to the uh, UN reports or the UN rights repertoire uh, appointed by the UN and, and the fact that it always seems to blame both Palestinians and the Israeli regime uh, in findings after investigations. Now we've seen this here in a number of, uh, uh, you know, of reports, uh, Professor Mita, that uh, appointed by the UN in particular, that where a particular incident takes place of, uh, uh, of seemingly invisible violence, uh, and, and, and although the Israeli authorities and the Israeli, the IDF in particular, uh, are, are seen, and, and there's ample evidence to show uh, an overusage of force, somehow the report seems to reflect that no, the issue is from, from both sides. And yes, they were wrong, but at the same time, they were instigated or something of the sort by, uh, by, by Palestinian civilians. Uh, what's your op opinion of that? I mean, you, have you also made that observation? Professor Mita. Yes, I've actually, you know, I had an article uh, a few uh, a few weeks ago uh, that I wrote on that issue. Uh, the and the term that seems to be abused in most cases is that of both sides. You hear those rapporteurs that are appointed by the UN Security Council uh, uh, blaming uh, both sides that Palestinians 
and the Israelis are both to blame. So, you know, it, 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 it whitewash, you know, the blame and then it goes. You know, the world, then the international community will not question who is a, a, a wrong or who is, you know, right. So, um, uh, the idea, the, the, the issue is that, you know, many of these rapporteurs that are appointed are appointed by the Security Council. And, and we know who is in that Security Council. And uh, in most cases, uh, 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 they are told to be lenient, you know, in their reporting as far as, you know, if it implicates, you know, Israel. So this is what has been going on. And uh, it's unfortunate, very, very much unfortunate that, you know, uh, the international community uh, or the so-called UN Security Council uh, 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 goes on, you know, to use, you know, such uh, uh, partisan, you know, uh, ship against the occupied, you know, Palestinians. Palestine is occupied. I've, in, in my article, actually, that I wrote on this issue, I actually gave an example of a 26-year-old man fighting, claiming, you know, to be fighting with a, 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 a six-month-old baby. And then, you know, reporting out this, and this six-month-old baby has actually uh, 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 done this damage or broken my nose or broken my limb or something like this. This is what is happening. We all know that Israel is the fourth largest army in the world at the moment. And it's the only possessor of nuclear weapons, undeclared nuclear weapons in the Middle East. We all know that. And uh, poor Palestinians, uh, they are just resisting. They are just resisting. You cannot say they don't have an army, a standing army that could match up, you know, to to to, to Israel. But by Allah's, you know, uh, uh, help, they are just protesting and 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 and, and resisting, you know, uh, uh, that occupation. So to say that, you know, both of them or both sides. I think it's a travesty of, you know, uh, 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 justice. Finally, Professor Mita, before we um, let you go this morning, uh, uh, the situation currently in Goma, the DR Congo, uh, how, how is it faring and what's your opinion on that? Um, I think, uh, as we discussed the last time, pressure is, is, is piling on Rwanda's uh, uh, president, Kagame. Uh, of late, I've, 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 I've heard, you know, um, uh, the United States, uh, the European Union, and many countries across the world who have joined in condemning President Kagame. They have told him that Rwanda should, should withdraw his support to the so-called uh, M23 rebels because those M23 rebels are being supported by Rwanda, and everyone knows the African leaders know about it. And now he is in a fix. He is in a fix, and I think they have. He has now started, you know, to give some concessions because of late I had they are retaining some towns that they had occupied. Okay, they are retaining some time that, that they occupy. And the uh, UN plus, you know, the East African uh, uh, community uh, of nations that have deployed armies there now. Rwanda risks facing 
is on you know neighbors the last time remember when Wanda did the same thing during uh, 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 President Kabila uh, uh, the father uh, Zimbabwe uh, uh, and Namibia uh, 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 and uh, deployed, you know, uh, and Angola deployed armies there to repel, you know, their 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 movement. So I hope this time Kagame will be man enough and just, you know, withdraw. We know that is 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 simply there. He's stealing. He's stealing. Mm-hmm. He's stealing the resources, the mineral resources there, and enriching themselves. They are just, you know, it's it's, it's a, you know they are dipping into you know uh, uh, different DRC because of the mineral resources there, nothing else. And he wants to maintain that so that this issue of saying there are rebels there, you know, remnants of, you know, the former uh, Hutu uh, rebels. Mm. Yeah, we know there are some who, who ran away, but they're insignificant. And he can't say that they pose a, a threat to him now, you see? So uh, now it has come, you know, I think pressure is piling and uh, he has no uh, um, 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 no other way except, you know, to... Uh, to to lean on, uh, uh, on 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 the M23 rebels to withdraw, and also he should withdraw his army because he he, he deploys his army with them, and they are, and and he won't know, you know, because they are the same people, they speak the same language. Mm, Professor Mita Jazakallah for joining us, hoping to talk to you sometime in the future. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The Africa desk with Professor uh, Mita joining us from Somalia.